0: Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Thursday, October 21st, 2021. Stand up for your country. Do I look delirious? Do I look like I'm rocking here? Busy day. We've got the special, the real Joe Biden tonight. We're putting it up seven o'clock. BillOReilly.com for premium and concierge members. You can access this anytime you want. And if you are members of BillOReilly.com, you can see the No Spin News anytime you want. But anyway, this special is special. (laughs) It is. It's really good. But maybe you're not going to like it. And if you don't, you got to let me know, because we put a lot of work in this for you. All right. So let's go to uh, the schedule today for President Biden. At uh, 1155 a.m., he and the vice president deliver remarks, 10th anniversary, dedication of the Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial. That's nice. It's nice. And then at 8 o'clock, he's got a town hall on CNN. I don't know if that's going to be nice or not, but I think it'll be nice for Joe Biden. I don't expect tough questions to be asked of him. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'll be surprised. I don't know how much of this I'm going to watch, by the way. There's a baseball playoff game, Red Sox and Astros. and that, No, I'm sorry. It's uh, Atlanta and the Dodgers tonight, Red Sox-Astros tomorrow. And there's a football game on. So I don't think very many people are going to watch CNN because they don't anyway. And I don't know if Mr. Biden's a draw. It's not like Trump. So anyway, he's going to be there 8 o'clock tonight, 90-minute town hall. So a long time for Joe. The questions are submitted in advance. Oh, you know, come on. So he knows it's coming. Uh, Anderson Cooper, his pal, his buddy, Is going to be the moderator. Okay. Baltimore, Maryland, Pearlstone Theater. If you want to drop by and wave, say hello. And uh, I have been told, but I can't confirm this. But I'm going to tell you this so you can keep it in your mind to see if it's true. So a deal has been made between CNN and the Biden administration. And the deal is they will spend most of the time in the town hall, 90 minutes talking about how great Joe Biden's spending bills are. Who benefits, who's going to get the money, why it should pass, uh, it's so good, build back better. That's a deal. Now, Cooper is going to have to ask a few questions outside of that. But when the folks come in to read their questions, you kind of know where it's going. So, look, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it'll be a kick butt. Interrogation by Anderson Cooper um, and then maybe the folks will have really penetrating questions. I don't think so. Rasmussen Daily pracking poll. We give you this every day. Forty two percent approve, Fifty six percent do not. These are really, really bad numbers for a new president. I think mean, they really are. Um, so will Joe Biden get anything out of this tonight? No. You'll get more out of watching my special, The Real Joe Biden, than you will watch in this. Because we're going to present you with, you know, some pretty interesting things that you don't know about the president. Now, one of the things that uh, you're not going to hear much about in the corrupt corporate media is the border, because the border is a catastrophe. So I'm going to give you some stats now. To the Washington Post's credit, and these papers like the Post and the New York Times, they get nervous now. Because they attacked Trump so viciously, and the country is far worse off than it was a year ago when Trump was president. There's no, there's no debate about that. Okay, it's far worse off. So the Washington Post and New York Times get a little nervous. Because they know they, the fix was in, they backed Biden, and they weren't reporting anything honestly. So this is from the U.S. Customs and Border Protection people. And the Washington Post got an advanced look at it. So for the fiscal year that ended September 30th, just a few days, you know, a couple of weeks ago, 1.7 million migrants, at least, keywords are at least, crossed the border and were confronted by U.S. authorities. That essentially means they gave themselves up and they asked for asylum. That's what that means. So that is A record number of foreign nationals crossing the border in any fiscal year record. It's unbelievable if you can think about how many people are crossing over every day. So under Title 42, which gives the government the right to expel any foreign national because of public health reasons, communicable diseases. More than a million of the 17 were sent back into Mexico. That's what the custom people say. But what they don't say is how many got through without any kind of confrontation at all. So there was a study done, and I really give my staff credit um, for finding this data. There was a study done um, by Yale and MIT combined researchers, and they said that 50 percent of illegal border crossers were not apprehended. And that study was done in 2018, just three years ago. So if that's the case, then you have another million more. That's two seven. But I don't know. Nobody really knows. Some people say there are more confrontations now because people are, are coming across and surrendering for asylum. So Mexico is the largest source. Uh, 600,000 Mexican nationals um, were apprehended by the Border Patrol, at least. Honduras, 300,000. Guatemala, almost 300,000. El Salvador, almost 100,000. Others, Haitians, Venezuelans, Ecuadorians, Cubans, Brazilians, um, that number is about 400,000. You can see it's all over the place. People are just coming and coming and coming with no signs of it stopping. And that's because of Joe Biden's open border policy. That's what it is. We've gone over this and over this and over this. There's no debate about it. So the only thing uh, that Biden has done is appoint Vice President Harris to be in charge of controlling the border. And uh, obviously, uh, the vice president has not done anything. Nothing. Zero. Doesn't go down there, has no plan, doesn't care, doesn't want it. Um, So... Nine months, it's as bad now as it was on the first day of the Biden administration. That's a scandal. That's a scandal. So is old Anderson Cooper going to read you those stats tonight at the uh, town hall? Because that's the lead. That in the economy, and we'll get to the economy in a moment, that's the lead. How come you're not stopping this? Are you, do you regret booting all of Trump's policies that were working out? think cooper's going to ask those questions so if he doesn't ask them then you you have to ask the question why not why isn't he any journalist would ask those why isn't he so on monday we'll analyze what happens i think that's a fair way to do it now along with all the uh, massive humanity coming into the united states from other countries We have fentanyl, which is killing Americans. Fentanyl is a deadly narcotic, and they sprinkle it on cocaine and heroin, and they do all kinds of things with fentanyl. So listen to this stat. In 2020, Trump, 5,000 pounds of fentanyl, and fentanyl can be taken a little pill. It's not like big marijuana bales. 5,000 pounds are seized by customs at the border, southern border. This year, so far, fiscal year, 10,469 pounds. <laughs> Almost a triple. You would think that every parent, grandparent I mean, if your kids get involved, they're going to die. It's not a matter of if, it's when. You get addicted to heroin, cocaine, you're taking a little fentanyl with it, you're going to go. You're going. What does Biden think about that? Is Anderson going to go, what about, Mr. President, what about all the fentanyl coming over? Do you know why it's coming here? Can you stop it? Uh, How do you analyze the problem? How do you see it? You think those are going to be asked? me. You know, I interviewed Donald Trump this week, and a lot of you saw it. And those of you who didn't see it, please watch it. All right, it's on BillOReilly.com. And... I'm not a friend of Donald Trump per se. I've known him forever. But when I interview him, I ask the toughest questions I could think of. And I did. And I will when the president and I go out on the history tour, which is two shows in Florida in December, two shows in Texas. So it's not hard to ask those questions. Follow-ups a little bit harder. And you saw when I asked Donald Trump about Milley and Fauci that he didn't, and I followed up. Okay, and it was a very interesting exchange. We're going to get that from Anderson Cooper tonight. So if we don't get it, what is CNN's responsibility? What is AT&T's responsibility? They pay this man millions of dollars, Cooper. So is he in the tank? You know, 10 years ago when I was doing a factor on Fox News, I didn't have to do this. I didn't have to, uh, you know, analyze my peers for this stuff. I mean, Mike Wallace was still around and and really the the pros who did their jobs. Now, I very rarely see a meaningful interview on television. Now, the nasties will go after Trump and the Republicans. And on the right, they'll go after some of uh, the Democrats. You know, but they're doing a nasty way, not in a looking out for you way. So those are the stats. Uh, I'm glad I could give them to you. And... Again, this is the worst, this border thing, is the worst policy I have ever seen in my entire career. I've never seen anything like this. And it's affecting, it's hurting all Americans. And the shortages are going to hurt all Americans. All right, so now Joe Biden is not going to have a nice Christmas. He's not. Okay, because about 50% of us, we the people, just don't know what's going on. These These are... Individuals who are divorced from reality for whatever reason. Okay, they don't listen to talk radio, they don't watch television news, they don't read a newspaper. Maybe they'll pick up dribs and drabs on the social media, but they don't know anything. About fifty percent of American adults in that category. I don't know, and they don't care. <laughs> I mean, you say, wouldn't it be good? Maybe you check in once a week and try to. Update yourself on what's happening in your country, in the world? Nah, I not have time. There's always an excuse. But essentially, they don't care. It's all about them, their own little circle, and whatever else happens. happens. But now they're going to care because you're going to walk into the uh, big store, Costco, Walmart, and you're going to be looking for urchins' presents, you know? Your little kid wants Lego or whatever they, urchins want this year. It's not going to be there. Okay. And then when it comes in, there'll be like a horde of people grabbing it off the shelf because there's shortages of everything. Now, I'm going to explain um, very, very briefly because I've gone over this before. and I don't want to be boring and repetitive. The essential problem here is COVID. Okay. So the meatpacking plants, the auto part plants, the toy manufacturing plants, all the plants stopped production because of covid then when they attempted to ramp back up there were fewer workers because biden had sent so much money to hourly workers they didn't want to work they didn't need to work for a while so they didn't come back so millions of people americans every month are leaving the workforce for one reason or another and the primary reason is they're getting enough money from the state and the feds they have to work. They can just get by. So when the, when the factories ramp back up, they don't have enough workers to really get it going fast. Second reason is that many of our things that we buy are made abroad in Panama, El Salvador, Vietnam, and particularly China. They have to come here by sea, all right, by ship, and they can't unload the ships. You saw the pictures in Long Beach and L.A., even in uh, ports on the East Coast. Very hard to unload the ships. Not enough workers. The union workers are very strict. We work six hours a day. We get this how much time off during the day. Now Biden is ordered round the clock, but far too late. So they couldn't unload. And then when they did unload, there aren't enough truck drivers. They want 80,000 truck drivers. That's what the government says is needed, 80,000. If you get your trucking license, you can earn $100,000 a year. So don't tell me there aren't any well-paying jobs. All you need to do is go in and get that trucker's license. It's not that hard, although it's a skillful job to drive these rigs. Okay. Because 71% of all the goods in the USA is moved by trucks. And they can't find the drivers. So that's why the shortages are occurring. And I'll tell you the products in a moment. The final thing is that because of all these shortages, prices go up on everything that's short. So if something is in short supply, the retailers are going to charge more for it because they know the people will pay it. So gasoline, since Biden went in and tried to put the fossil fuel industry out of business, has doubled from $40 a barrel of oil to $80. So everybody's paying that. You want a steak, it's $10 more now than it was a year ago for a steak. And on and on and on and on. And now Butterball is saying, we don't know if we're going to have enough turkeys for Thanksgiving. Though, if you've got a nice freezer, get your turkey now. Here are the other products that are in short supply. Ice cream, paper towels and bathroom tissue, car parts, which is why the price of used cars and brand new cars is up about 30%. It's why you can't rent a car if you travel because a lot of those cars need parts. that can't get them, okay? Diapers for babies, beef, chicken, fish, breakfast cereal. Halloween decorations, Halloween decorations, Christmas gifts, as we went over, furniture, mattresses, consumer electronics. They can't get the chips in from Taiwan. It's where Taiwan makes most of the chips that you need for the machines. So all of these things are in short supply. Now, a competent administration would have foreseen these problems. So when Biden was sworn in in January, first thing was, hey, once this COVID subsides a little bit, we're going to have to get up and running and we're going to have to get everything in the marketplace. That's what a perspicacious president would have done, a a person who was looking forward, not Biden. To this day, I don't think Biden knows why all of these things are in short supply. That would be a great question for Anderson Cooper. Do you know why these things are in short supply, Mr. President? doesn't know. And who does he appoint to be Secretary of Transportation? The charismatic Pete Buttigieg, the former mayor of South Bend, Indiana. You take Notre Dame out of South Bend, okay, and it's a little town in the Midwest. The only thing that Buttigieg knows about transportation is he once took a cab ride maybe. He didn't know anything about it, doesn't care about it. He's like Kamala. So it wasn't like Buttigieg was going, Mr. President, you know, we're going to have a tough time getting chips in from Taiwan. He doesn't know anything about it. And then in the midst of all of these supply chain problems, Buttigieg goes on paternity leave in August. Now he's back. Suddenly has appeared because now it's finally dawning on the Biden administration that there's a revolution going on in the country. That people are furious at Biden. He has to take it because he's in charge. They don't know. Buddha Judge? So, Buddha Judge is magically back from paternity leave. Oh, this is so bad. I can't even, I can't even describe to you. I'm just giving you the surface of how bad this is. So, it's not going to be a good Christmas for Joe Biden. He is not going to be a happy guy if he even knows the anger that is growing personally to him. This is now getting, it was always personal with Trump. You either hate him or you love him. Always personal. My message of the day on BillOReilly.com is Biden doesn't have that. Nobody really cares about Joe Biden except for Jill and Hunter if he can make some money. Okay, but nobody cares about Joe Biden. It was, nobody voted for Joe Biden. They voted against or for Trump. But now Biden's in big trouble and he's got no allegiance, no core. All he has are the progressive fanatics who run him, who are getting really nervous, and the apparatchniks of the Democratic Party, who, I'll vote Democrat no matter what. That's it. That's very small. So now, in some polls, Biden's approval, job approval, ratings in the 30s. I think it may go into the 20s if people can't get Thanksgiving dinner on the table and Christmas gifts under the tree. It is obvious that progressive policies do not work. Okay? Again, this is not a debate. All you do is go down the list. Crime. Unbelievable. Under progressive people. Unbelievable violence. Don't work. All right? If you don't believe me, go to Portland, Oregon. And be careful when you go. You better bring a bodyguard or two. And just look at what was once a beautiful city and what has happened to that place. Call 877 444 gold, 877 444 gold, or text gold to 65532. Again, that's 877 444 gold, or text gold to 65532. Okay, so according to a new Monmouth poll in Virginia, which is the first test of whether. Liberal Americans will turn against the progressives. Terry McAuliffe is a progressive Democrat running for governor against Glenn Youngkin, who is a Republican but a new guy. Okay? Now, in the summer, McAuliffe is way ahead, way ahead in every poll. Now, Monmouth says it's tied, 46-46. Okay? Last month, just a few weeks ago, it was McAuliffe, 48, Youngkin, 43 in Monmouth. So you can see how the anger against the Democrats is growing. Trafalgar poll, and this Trafalgar poll has Democrat 46, Republican, 38, an eight-point gap favoring the Democrats. This has it tied, too. It has Youngkin, 48, McAuliffe, 48. So McAuliffe is in trouble, and he knows he's in trouble. So he's feeling the heat. He goes on WJLA TV in Washington and he's talking about Yunkin. Go. He says election integrity is the number one issue. No, it isn't. Healthcare, COVID, education, job. Yeah. And
1: finally. Okay. All right, we're over. That's okay. it. That's it.
0: Hey, I gave you extra time. Come on, man. <laughs> well, you should have asked ask better you. questions <laughs> earlier. You should have right, questions you. your viewers well, care about. Well we did. Okay, so he walks out of the interview. Maybe he had to go someplace. I don't know. But that's not a good look for McAuliffe. I mean, he's on TV. That's it. Okay, goodbye. Fuel in the heat. My prediction is McAuliffe will lose. No, I said this four months ago. We'll see. Could be wrong. I mean, it's a prediction. This story really disturbs me. I, I In Afghanistan, and again, everybody's... Well, we're, we're beyond that now. I'm not. So Taliban militants allegedly beheaded a woman volleyball player. The coach is, is telling the world that a woman named Mujabin Hakimi um, had her head cut off, and the Taliban put it on social media. Now, there are a number of reports. they' are conflicting, we don't know, but apparently she got beheaded by the Taliban. Why? because the Taliban has ordered Afghan women not to play sports. They're not allowed. If you do, you can get beheaded. Nice. Haiti. So I've been to Haiti a number of times. All right. And it's a rough place. And 17 American and Canadian missionaries, including five children, ages eight months, three, six, 14 and 15, have been kidnapped by a vicious Haitian gang. Okay. And the gang is demanding 17 million in ransom. So the FBI's in Haiti and um, working with what passes for a government there, they don't really have a government. And uh, I think they'll be able to get the 17 American and Canadians out. But when they get them out, and let's all pray they do, all right? then special forces need to go into Haiti and take care of this gang. Okay? U.S. special forces. Okay, climate change. Now, this is a money thing. You hear climate change, coming, we're all going to die, all of that. And the reason that the progressive left is pushing this so hard isn't because we're all going to die, because we're not. okay? Technology will protect civilization from climate change until climate change goes up 10 degrees or whatever it may be. Remember, Antarctica had the coldest winter ever. So there's a lot of ebb and flow. But this is really fascinating. So South African environmental minister Barbara Creasy is demanding, demanding, that the developed nations in the world give the poor countries in the world, like South Africa, $1.3 trillion a year to fight climate change. So the next meeting on global warming is in Glasgow, Scotland, the River Clyde, a pretty tough town, Glasgow. Um, And they're going to be there shortly at the end of October. So they're demanding these third world nations, that the developed nations, through the climate accord in Paris, which we're back into, Trump got us out. And all nations who signed that accord have to give money. Okay, so the poor countries want it. Now, does anybody listening to me today, and we are all over the world now, this this program syndicated all over the world. Does anybody think that these countries that get this money for climate change fighting are going to use it for that? (laughs) OK, so it's so Bangladesh says it needs cyclone resistant housing. Yeah, they do. OK, but what does that have to do with global warming? You need better houses in, in Bangladesh. Kenya wants solar farms instead of coal. Well, it's pretty warm in Kenya and what you do your own solar farms. Uh, India says that its climate change plan will cost $2.5 trillion in the next nine years, but it doesn't want to pay for it. It wants us to pay for it. You get it? You see what's happening? This is all about money. It's all about money. Big, big, big money. Um, Climate change funding is channeled through more than two dozen agencies all over the world. They funnel the money. You don't think those agencies take a little piece? Yeah. All right, this... I hate to report this. So weeks ago, um, when uh, Gabby Petito, young woman from Long Island, disappeared, I said that she was dead, and that proved to be true. They found her uh, in Wyoming, in the Tetons. And then I said that her boyfriend most likely killed her okay because he did this isn't sherlock holmes stuff here so the boyfriend then disappears as well boyfriend was staying at his parents house in florida and then i said boyfriend committed suicide in the glades which he did so apparently the parents of brian landry led some authorities to an area where Landry's remains were found along with his backpack and some other stuff. Cops aren't confirming it, but it's him. And then the police were embarrassed and said, Well, we didn't find him because the area was underwater, which is entirely possible in the glades. And then they find remains because the gators got him. That's what happened. I can guarantee you this is what happened. So this story is horrible. Because this 22-year-old girl from Long Island, she's been a nice woman and goes on a four-month van jaunt with this guy and the guy murders her, strangles her to death. I have a 22-year-old daughter. I would never in a million years allow that to happen, but maybe I couldn't stop it. She's 22. She wouldn't do it. But, I mean, I'm sitting there going, so now the only question that remains in this whole case is whether Brian Landry's parents helped him hide out, and I don't know. DC Comics Superman, we reported that Superman's son is bisexual now. Why? The reason for that, DC Comics? So yeah, uh, that's, that's the deal. Superman Comics is woke. So one of the illustrators, a guy named Gabe Altib, 43 years old, he has quit DC Comics and he works on the Superman, um, the Superman projects. And here's what he says, go. But then something horrible happened. Some really, really ugly people came along and started messing with our business. And I'm sorry I didn't say anything sooner. We're going to stand up to these tyrants, and we're not going to let them intimidate us. There's a hell of a lot more of us than there are of them. Standing up in the face of tyrants is the American way. Okay, so he is objecting to all of this woke stuff in the Superman comics. You know, look, it's coming to a head. It's coming to a head. This woke progressive fascism... It's got to be challenged by all of us. It has to be. This is the worst. All right, this day in history, fascinating story. So stay with me here. October 21st, 1921, 100 years ago, President Warren Harding, the immortal Warren Harding from Ohio, okay, demands federal action against lynching The lynching of African-Americans in the South, Midwest, and Harding demands legislation today, first time. So Harding uh, served from 1921 to 1923 when he died ostensibly of a heart attack. Um, But he didn't die from a heart attack, but they won't exhume his body to find out how he died. I believe he was poisoned. But... That's a guess, but I'm a historian and I'm very rarely wrong. But anyway, Harding dies in San Francisco and Calvin Coolidge takes over. But before Harding died, he shook it up on the Rachel front. He wanted strict federal laws to protect African-Americans. Who knows that? No one. So Harding did not get what he wanted. He wanted a law that said if. A black man is lynched in a county that county has to pay a ten thousand dollar fine to the federal government because at the time the naacp was reporting that two blacks a week every week were being hung by vigilantes clans people can you imagine this this is in 1921 so nobody knows any of this and I thought you would like to. That happened 100 years ago today. Harding did not get the laws that he wanted. Coolidge couldn't care less. Um, so when Coolidge took over, that was the end. I'm going to take a quick break. I got a good mail segment and a good final photo of the day that will help your life. We'll be right back.
1: Gray's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back With ShipStation, they make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D.
0: Let's get to the mail. Eric Bucci, Cheshire, Connecticut. The proximity of Donald Trump's statement about the late Colin Powell, who just passed away, was at best in very poor taste. These types of statements drive away millions of voters. I hope you can comment on this bill. I did last night, Eric. I said very simply, I would not have issued a statement like that had I been Donald Trump. Tanya, concierge member on the message boards. Bill, thanks for stating that Donald Trump didn't fire Fauci for political reasons. There was never a doubt in my mind. I knew it was true. Thanks for confirming it. So, again, uh, our analysis of the Trump interview and all that's available on BillOReilly.com. I hope you go there. John, concierge member, how can Joe Biden be this bad? 50 years of practice. Okay. I mean, he wasn't this bad a senator. He's never a genius. He wasn't hurting his country like this. Lynn Gaylor, Sarasota, Florida, Uh, will the state of Virginia have the mass mailing of ballots, which would allow the same issue that occurred in 2020 election? Uh, Virginia will send absentee ballots out, but not to everybody. And the bundling stuff, um, I don't know if that goes on, but it's not like it was in the presidential election with um, the CEO chief Zuckerberg sending $420 million to try to tilt the vote. So that's not happening in Virginia right now. At least I hope not. Bob Gregg, Pasadena, California, where they call it ballot bundling, ballot curing, or ballot harvesting. It's all the same thing. This practice has been going on in California for some time and has turned Orange County from red to blue almost overnight. David Stewart, Vero Beach, Florida. Just listened to your insightful rant on cliches. Bill, you hit the nail on the head. David, witty email. I liked it. Clifford Degrosa, Brooklyn, New York. O'Reilly, I agree with you about cliches, talking to someone, and then they say, long story short, you know you're in trouble. That's not the worst of it, though. Long story short, that's just signaling you there's more to it, but he's not going to bore you. I'm not crazed about that. CJ, message board, love your list of cliches. I have another one. Back in the day, annoying. It's overused, that's for sure. Danny Russell, Maysville, Kentucky. Bill, my stepfather, Grover Lee Swearingen, passed this morning at the age of 27. He was a World War II vet, having been shot down over Dusseldorf, Germany, in September of 1944. Well, Grover Lee Swearingen, 97 years old, rest in peace, okay, a major patriot, and I'm happy that I could give him this kind of acknowledgement. Thanks for sending me the letter, Danny to you and your family. Grace Helen Goodman, Anthem, Arizona. Bill, thanks for opening the BillOReilly.com Christmas store early. Bought four gifts today. The photo of you and Holly is great. <laughs> Merry Christmas. You know, it's not even Halloween, but I had to do it. I had to open the Christmas store because of the supply chain thing. All right, and I'll I'll tell you in a minute. Uh, no, I'll tell you now. Why not? So Holly and I, put that Holly and I up. You buy a hundred bucks or more on... BillO'Reilly.com in the store. You get a hand signed picture of me and Holly. Holly can't write, so I have to sign her name, but I, I sign my name as well. So, three pack of God Bless America Christmas ornaments. I love these. What a great message this is. So, you get one for your tree, and then you get a few more for other people. They make great gifts, okay? And then, if you buy a premium or concierge membership gift certificate, that means you give a membership to me to what I do every day, you get an unbelievable amount of stuff, all right? Any book, Killing the Mob, Killing Crazy Horse, any of the other eight killing books or my others, you get it, okay? If you're a concierge member, you get a signed book if you buy a concierge membership, all right? You get Regret Your 2021 Vote Yet, put those on, so you get those five of them free, all right? Plus, we'll give you three ornaments free, just for buying the gift certificates for concierge and premium membership. I can't do better than that. I cannot do better than that. And then we have stand up for your country stuff. All right, we have the mats. I have that outside my house, stand up for your country mat. The mugs are the best in the world, made in America. got the hat and stand up for your country. Tremendous message. All right, so concierge members get 20% off everything. That's your membership fee right there. And premium members get 10% off everything. And finally, it's the Trump History Tour. Best Christmas gift in the world. Tickets. Sunrise, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Orlando. Houston, Dallas. There it is. Go to BillOReilly.com. We'll put you right over to the box office or Ticketmaster or the arenas themselves. Word of the day, do not be cryptic when writing to billoreilly.com bill at billoreilly.com name in town if you wish to opine right back with the final thought
1: So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
0: So earlier this week, here's the final thought of the day. Earlier this week, we reported on the tremendous decline in viewership of television news. And, you know, I don't want to gloat, but I will because once in a while I'm in the gloat zone. So I was the highest rated cable news guy ever, all right, 16 years, number one, nobody, ever did. and we had an enormous audience, enormous, five, six million a night on both runs, and uh, now nobody's close, and the reason is that the factor was entertaining and informative as I try to make this broadcast, so we tried to have some humor we had Dennis Miller, we had Water's World, we bring in characters, we had body language, we had all kinds of stuff, you know, to keep you engaged for an hour. We didn't do the stupid panels, which are just a waste of time. When you see a panel, that's laziness. That means they, uh, producers don't want the anchor to do one-on-ones, and they just want to kill time, and you don't learn anything, and it's all a bunch of nonsense. Okay? So people caught on. caught on to this. They go, why am I wasting my time on this? So the audience is fleeing, and then it goes to a million different other places. And the network news is the same boat, okay, the morning shows, nobody pays attention anymore. And it's a shame, because the electronic media, you're watching me right now on TV, listening to me on the radio, that can bring you vital information. But it's so politicized now. You You know it. Every single network and cable, every single one, is ideological. And, and these guys, uh, Next star, they, they tried this uh, nonpartisan, nobody's watching it, because you got to have pizzazz, all right? got to engage. You just can't just throw it out there anymore. People are distracted by their machines. You can play some stupid game on a machine. You can do a million different things that interest you. Why are you going to sit there and watch a boring show? So the anecdote is here, is here on the No Spin News on BillOReilly.com, and we want you to alert people by giving them the gift certificates and getting them in the fold. Because the more power we can amass, the more good we can do for the United States. It's as simple as that. Thank you for watching us. New column Sunday at noon. I'll be checking in all throughout the weekend. And we'll post some of the Biden special, which again, 7 p.m. on BillOReilly.com tonight for members. We'll post some of that on Monday so everybody can see it. All right. Have a good weekend.